welcome to episode 217 of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion. And this week we are having a brown sugar old fashioned. Yep. Oh my gosh. I love it. It's pretty much an old fashioned. Just replace the sugar with brown sugar. <laughs> it's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so, so good. And use a little less bitters. I usually go real bitter heavy. Uh-huh. I usually do like four or five dashes. Yeah. This one only did two. I think it's sweeter. Oh, for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, the brown sugar. But it doesn't, it's not actually what I thought it would be. Like, tastes like? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. I know. I thought it would taste more brown sugary. It's good. It's really good, though. Well, and, and the small batch is 92 proof. So mm. I wanted to use a, a higher a higher proof, something over 90 uh-huh. proof for it. Because I knew the brown sugar would be in there. And yeah. I wanted a little kick in the grits. <laughs> kick in the grits? <laughs> no. That's funny. So, um, Mm, mm, mm. this week we are going to be talking about your, how your demon seed child is ruining your relationships. Another scary topic for the month of Halloween. Mm. (laughs) Last week we did creepers. Yeah. Scary creepers. This time we're doing your, your omen demon seed, Chucky. Yeah. Satanic offspring. Uh Uh-huh. Whatever the hell you want to call that child. <laughs> yeah, child of yours. The Antichrist that you gave birth to. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, so, but before we dive any deeper, um, we have our dumbass post of the week. Who is it from? It says on the bottom. Oh, from Amy. Oh, yeah, I wrote it. Amy sent this in. I believe true love meets you in your mess and not your best. When someone sticks around, no matter how hard things get, they really love you. Yeah. I mean, it's it's just the... She's like, I think this was a bunch... This was a load of bullshit. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah, that's what that's she said. Awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, it is, it's that it's that thing where so many couples out there want this badge of honor that they've both dragged each other through hell and back, and they're still stupid enough to stay together. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. That, that's oh, what it I is. Oh, I know. It is. is exactly. Know, uh-huh. That's the... So yeah, yes. So thanks, Amy, for uh, submitting the dumbass post of the week. We so appreciate that. Uh, so, like I said, we are going to be talking about how your demon seed child is ruining your relationships, and we say relationships for a reason because it's you ruin. It can ruin your relationship with your spouse. It can ruin your relationships with other people as mm-hmm. well. And so, um, yeah, we, it was funny because like when we were trying to, we were trying to come up with different topics for different Halloween-y type themed episodes. And this was a pretty, (laughs) I say fun one, fun one to come up with. Um, I think it was probably, it's probably been something that we, I know we, we always talk about amongst each other, Mm -hmm. but it was kind of like, well, how do we even like, how do we talk about that on the podcast anyway? And Halloween time was the perfect time to kind of, to bring it up with Mm -hmm. just, I don't, I don't know, awful, crazy demon kids. All things horrifying. (laughs) Yeah. The demon child is horrifying. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. And so like we were even, uh, we were even like going, we went, we go on a walk almost every day and, um, and like, we were just like talking about it. Like, what do we, what else do we call these little shit ass kids? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, 
Um, I think it's going to be a probably a pretty harsh episode for some. Well, I guess if you of these parents yeah. out there, but I think that it's very well needed and a reality check for yeah. them too. Uh, so sorry to burst the bubble about your little precious angel. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know who else was an angel? Lucifer. <laughs> yes. Cast yeah. from heaven. Yeah. Down to hell for that demon seed you gave birth to yeah. belongs. Yes, yes. <laughs> so we were really trying to, you know, like kind of think about exactly how this happens, and from the outside looking in into these, you know, households or these these households with these awful kids, uh, how it all really starts and. I believe, I mean, I guess we, we kind of wanted to kind of like trace it back down to like even a moment really. Mm -hmm. And I think that the moment is that the mother of the child actually didn't really want to have kids. Mm -hmm. Most, most of the time, I'm sure. Most, I'm sure that... There's other cases that weren't exactly like that, mm-hmm. but I, <clears throat> I am willing to bet that that's pretty much the case most of the time, is yeah. that they didn't want to have children initially, and it's almost like it is this, um, like they feel, the mom feels slighted for the life that she now has because of this awful kid that she has. That she tries so hard to publicly appear the exact opposite mm-hmm. that they're nothing but a blessing that mm-hmm. they're her world that on all the other cliche stuff that these moms use but i i think that what you typically see is um the parents or parent mother of these types of children usually your first when you find out this person's having a child you're like oh really mm-hmm. yeah they're breeding yeah. Like you, you don't you don't really see. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm, we're, we're as we typically do. We're speaking in generalities, mm-hmm. um, but you typically don't see well-adjusted adults with good attitudes, a head on their shoulder, have shitty kids. Mm-hmm. It's always that there's two types. It's either a very very meek and passive doormat of a type of woman a mother Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. or it's that chaotic aggressive type of woman Mm -hmm. um who give birth to these these kids Mm -hmm. and i don't know why it's kind of polar opposites because it's like you both gave off this you know damien demon omen seed you guys should probably be friends but those two types of women really don't have much in common aside from having satan spawn Uh i know I know that's kind of weird. That is re- very weird, actually, mm-hmm. because I I would think that most of the time it probably would be the the latter, mm-hmm. you know, the chaotic. Yeah, yeah. uh huh. And and like, but I've seen a lot of women with children with shitty children mm-hmm. uh, that are the meek, yeah. kind of. When the kids run all over them. Oh, it, yeah. it's it's a different level um, because with, with with those two types of moms, the 
the real quiet, meek, doormat kind of mom. The kids just absolutely control everything. They run mm-hmm. over everything. The other one, it's the same result. The kid runs the show, but it's like the mom puts up a way bigger fight, but always caves. Mm-hmm. So this is the mom that that tries to be her version of proactive is I'm going to go and get my kid a toy and an ice cream as soon as we go to the store so they don't act like a shithead when we're trying to leave mm-hmm. or during our visit. So you're caving before the fight even happens. Mm-hmm. Um, and the kid knows how to play like a fiddle. The other one is the one that I think is trying to kind of do the right thing, and the fight just drags out and drags out until she finally breaks and caves. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I think that they, obviously the end result is, the same, mm-hmm. but their their I guess the battle they have is different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And, and most of these people, you know, I I know people that I knew growing up who had these type of children, and you're like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, they're no shocker mm-hmm. that that idiot right there would have this type of child. Mm-hmm. He was a troublemaker. He was a shithead. The other parents didn't like him. Mm-hmm. He was the the bad influence, but. Not like the cool, bad influence way, like, mm-hmm. you know. Like the the shitty terrorizer yeah. type of, not and yeah, because like, I don't know, the cool, bad influence is Yeah. It's is not different. like you were afraid of them, like, you know, smoking weed or drinking alcohol or sneaking out late at night. It uh-huh. was like, you know, that's the kid that, it was know, I, more ca- so I caught him, I caught him humping the dog. Yeah. You know, or something. Uh-huh. It was always something like a little more... Well, or even like, I don't know, killing animals or something. Yeah, they tortured or, animals. You know, I don't or, know, yeah. weird stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. And, and like, and, and I know that because we all, we all see them. We all know them. We've all grown up with these mm-hmm. kids. Like when I remember being in school and there was this one kid that I grew up with from, you know, when I was in first grade on and he was awful he was a shithead and all of us knew it nobody really really liked him Mm -hmm. you know and he even had that chucky type look yeah like he i don't know he had like these freckles and like he was this chunky kid Mm -hmm. and i don't know he was just a shithead and like even our teacher like he put him under the table mm-hmm. under his desk and like i mean I, i'm sure nowadays that's like let me ask this question was mm-hmm. he not that he was dirty but you could tell like did he you could tell like he wasn't necessarily clean yeah he wasn't i wouldn't i wouldn't classify him as like the stinky kid but so i have like, a theory behind this because uh-huh. there, there's these kids and i can it's funny because i can like this sounds weird, but like when someone like shares a picture of their kid, I'm like, I can smell that photo. <laughs> like, but it smelled like dirt. Yeah, it's yeah. just the dirty kid, uh-huh. and it's because bath time is a nightmare. Uh huh. Oh gosh. And so they're just like, just get wet. If if I can just get him in and out, it'll be yeah. it's a win. This is uh-huh. the same kid that you can't get him to brush your teeth. Uh-huh. So their teeth look all shitty. Uh-huh. The the kid that just always kind of looks like once again, he's not gonna smell like a vat of piss. Uh huh. But. Just kind of grimy and uh-huh. just he doesn't smell like a clean kid. Yeah, dirt and sweat. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, I know all kids probably. And Otter Pops. Kind of smell like that a little bit here and there. But yeah. like, yeah, like 
kind of to the extreme uh-huh. yeah yeah uh-huh. and and but, but it's because of that it's because getting them ready getting them yeah you know whatever and, and these are the kids you, you see you see parents like make these mistakes where they're like you know i let him dress himself today it's mm-hmm. like no you caved and he looks like an idiot yeah and you get, you don't even have enough control in your house to structure and inform a child of how they should and shouldn't dress uh-huh. um but but the you know these you know, i'm talking about every once in a while just being goofy and like okay if that's what you want to wear uh-huh. fine um these are the kids that tend to you know have bad child habits that carry on mm-hmm. and unfortunately they don't really completely ever grow out of it well i know so that's where i was getting at oh, too okay. was this kid specifically mm-hmm. is in prison now mm-hmm. and 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 it is it's it's a sad harsh truth but and i know probably not every one of these kids will turn out that way but i don't know anyone that you has had surprised. a really good life yeah. either yeah these aren't these aren't the kids that that grow up to actually contribute to society mm-hmm. or be successful mm-hmm. and most of the time their parents are the same way mm-hmm. the parents aren't contributing positively to society they're not successful you know mm-hmm. And, and that's where it's you, you can kind of, I guess, through DNA or lineage, you're, you're just not shocked. That's why I was saying at the beginning, like, like I'm, when I think of these people that I know, it's like, yeah, none of us were shocked. Mm-hmm. You would never be like, what? His five kids are all not behaved well? <laughs> that's shocking. You just know. Yeah. Because he was a little shithead the whole time growing up. Yeah. So you're going to have a shithead kid. Mm-hmm. Um. And so you see this, and and the parents, most of these. The other thing you see is is the father is typically if the father is is present, as far as they aren't divorced, mm-hmm. he's not quote unquote present. Mm-hmm. He disconnects. He doesn't want. Obvious. He does not want to be a father. Did not want to be a father. He's just kind of stuck in this role now. He didn't really care if they had kids. She got pregnant, had kids, and now there's a level of, of kind of like, well, he's your kid because you wanted him, or she's she's your child. You just had to have two, and you wanted a girl or whatever it is. And and they tend to kind of blame the all of the behavior on the mother and their partner mm-hmm. for what it is because they didn't really want one in the first place. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, he he's absent to a point that he's not really – responsible in any way shape or form for the the learning or the upbringing or being the father figure that the child needs mm-hmm. i know that's really sad too mm-hmm. so like, it's, it's a different level of instability uh-huh for the kid. i know i know well and so like you know with all of that it's like you know like i like i said i because I, I think that it stems from the mom not completely wanting to have kids obviously the dad doesn't want to have kids Mm -hmm. the mom has built resentment towards this kid because it's not the life that she really wanted Mm -hmm. the dad is building resentment towards the mom and and the kid both Mm -hmm. and and probably the wife is building resentment towards the husband too because he's he's not not, yeah yeah he's not present and so it all (laughs) has this huge effect mm-hmm. negative effect on your relationship mm-hmm. and your marriage and and it's again so sad that 
the really this kid was even brought into this world in the first place because they don't have parents that are willing and wanting to have this child and willing and wanting to raise it correctly mm-hmm. and properly. Yeah. Well, and, and being a parent is, is 100% selfless. Mm-hmm. And if that's most of these parents are selfish people mm-hmm. um, that that have these type of children because they don't know how to fully, completely give themselves over to this other entity <laughs> that mm-hmm. is going to drive every decision you make for the next, you know, 18 to 20 years. Um, and so people don't really know how to go with that. They don't know how to be selfless. And, and most of these parents that act this way and have these type of kids are at some level selfish parents. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I think when you look at the child itself with these type of issues, number one, how it impacts your relationship is it's a constant distraction. Mm-hmm. You're, you're never, it, it, it borderline, I don't want to say borderline, there tends to just always kind of be this higher level of irritability in the household. Mm-hmm. Everybody snaps. No quickly. matter what. Yeah. yeah. Everything, all the little things are always big things. Mm-hmm. Uh, communication is your your tone, especially if this kid is loud mm-hmm. and obnoxious. Your tone has to organically be higher and louder in the house just to communicate, and that's you don't have a calming place. You know, one of the big things that, that you see men say all the time that they want their home and their wife uh, to be their calming peace and their their place of peace. Well, once you have you know satan seed running around your house it's not calming it's mm-hmm. not peaceful it's not quiet you can't relax you can't wind down you know a guy will spend however much time at work during the day and come home to a screaming child and he's like great this is what i want to deal with and the wife's like yeah he's been screaming like this all day and i've had to be here you just now came here and then that's where they start getting into this whose life is harder mm-hmm. type of argument and then the blame game starts well you're never here to deal with this, and if you were here more, maybe he wouldn't act this way. And he's like, fine, well, if I'll just quit my job, maybe you could go get a job that pays what my job does. I'll happily stay home with the kid. And and so they get into these type of arguments and, and all this. And once again, the only reason for this is the child. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those just start to develop more and more resentment. And so your your home life is just this this chaotic mess most of these people their houses aren't clean Mm -hmm. they're the ones that's like love this mess Mm -hmm. no you don't nobody likes to live like that and they're the same ones it's like one of these days that mess is going to be gone and you'll forget about it Mm -hmm. i don't mean your kid leaving a couple of legos out i mean these people's house looks like the child lives in every fucking room oh my god the living room is theirs Mm -hmm. these are the people that let their kids keep their toys in the living room, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they don't have structure. The child doesn't realize playing with your toys has to take place in this parameter. And that was one of the things that, you know, my mom and my parents always made me do. I would have to ask, hey, I want to, you know, we had, we had a big rock fireplace, this huge, you know, from the house built in the 70s, this mm-hmm. massive rock fireplace with all these little rocks and ledges. And and I would want my G.I. Joes to, like, repel and climb. So I would ask, can I bring my my G.I. Joe's in here and play on the fireplace. Mm-hmm. And if the answer was yes, I knew I had to clean it up. Mm-hmm. And if the answer was no, I would find something, somewhere else to do it. Mm-hmm. But kids nowadays, their parent, these type of parents didn't like the rules and structure that the parent had them have. So then they just take everything off for their own shitty kid. 
I know they do that. They they do that. They ignore the kid mm-hmm. too. They um they give him a phone or an iPad now, and it's like it, it's like the because I know that like the pacifier thing was a really big, and I'm sure you know parents still do that too. Mm-hmm. But like the pacifier was an actual pacifier, like when when I was a baby and and all that. You know, the parents if your parent gave the kid the pacifier, it was basically like just shut this kid up, mm-hmm. just shut him up, and that's how it is with the with technology now mm-hmm. with the with the iPhones or with a a tablet or whatever. Like they just give them that, and then they're just like. Here, just yeah. shut up. Leave me alone. Uh, I don't want to deal with you. Right. And it, they just don't. I don't know. They don't care enough to mm-hmm. to sit down with them, teach them rules, teach them. You know, these are the places to where you can play. This is where. And when I say like how you you know how you said, I knew that if it was yes, I knew I had to clean up after. Mm-hmm. And then if it was no, I played somewhere else. Mm -hmm. So, but these parents nowadays, you're right. They're, they didn't like those rules. Yeah. And they're just like, whatever, like do whatever you want. Well, and they don't give their children any responsibility. Mm -hmm. I I don't ever remember not having chores. Mm -hmm. Yeah, me either. And these kids don't. Mm -hmm. These kids aren't cleaning their bathroom. These, and, and these kids can do this when they're five. We didn't you have know? we didn't do laundry for a long yeah, time. Yeah, I did do laundry, yeah. but I, you still had I had responsibility. Well, That's how yeah. I got an allowance. Uh-huh. That's how you know, and I had to do what was required of me mm-hmm. to get that allowance. Yeah, um, and we didn't complain about it. No, like, you know, it was just part of it. Yeah, I mean, I think I think I've said I started mowing our lawn, riding a lawnmower and mowing our lawn when I was nine. Yeah. And then I learned to like weed eat the next summer when I was 10. Oh, wow. And guess whose responsibility that was until the day I left for home? Yeah. You. Mine. Uh-huh. Um, and I would get my ass handed to me if I didn't mow when I was supposed to. Uh-huh. If the thing was out of gas, I should have had critical thinking skills and went and got the gas for it. If it didn't work, I should have been known how to been able to fix it. Um, nine years old. You're talking third grade. Third grade. <laughs> oh, I'm sitting gosh. there responsible and we lived on half an acre yeah it wasn't like these tiny little houses in the inner city right that have a tiny front yard back i mean mowing was an all-day event yeah oh my gosh yeah when, and i when, couldn't see my friends or play or go do anything yeah until the mowing was done i remember coming out to visiting oklahoma for the first time mm-hmm. and seeing the yards like you guys don't even understand how big these yards are mm-hmm. it's crazy like even my dad when he came out and he's like what like that is that's the front yard yeah yeah yeah, that's the front yard like it's huge and the Mm -hmm. backyard is bigger you know (laughs) yeah yeah but but that's the thing like it's so much coddling and Mm -hmm. not wanting to give the children any responsibility that they're immature and more resistant to change for longer periods of time Mm -hmm. um there's no struggle for them there's no hard hard life or hard lessons or or anything and one of the things that you see when when parents these type of parents use technology or or whatever as as a babysitter is it hinders the kids social skills because mm-hmm. uh, your social interactions for the first few years of your life are with your family mm-hmm. with your parents um 
and, and they don't develop those mm-hmm. to, to the point that they should. Um, and you look at the parents, it's like, well, you know, would you really want that to be the social influence on that kid? But I, I mean, you know, ultimately, as, as I said, it, it, it's such a distraction mm-hmm. to the, to the marriage, to the relationship. Um, you know, we, we say it on here a lot, you know, statistically, the main thing people fight about are sex, money and kids, mm-hmm. and all three can be resolved or all three stem from the children. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the kids that drive that. Um, and it's not about not having kids. It's just understanding that that is what you're going, the consequences of having kids are going to be less money, less sex, mm-hmm. more issues, more fights, more problems, you know, all this stuff. And then the people that it's actually draining their relationship and draining their partner, they're the ones that are the loudest about what a blessing their child is. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's almost like, well, if I say it enough, maybe it will be true. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, no, we all know that that's not a blessing. Yeah. They're trying to convince themselves yeah. that it's a blessing. You ain't going to convince us. Uh-huh. We know it's not a blessing. And you can probably tell that everybody knows that child's not a blessing because you can't ever find a fucking babysitter because mm-hmm. nobody wants to watch that child. That is probably the the biggest like eye opener for people. Well, And, and so th- this carries on to how it's so awful for your relationship because you and your partner can't even get good quality time away from you know this shit ass child because he or she is so ill behaved that your own friends family you go through babysitters like crazy everybody's like i'm not doing that again Mm -hmm. you know your own family's coming up with excuses to not watch this child you Mm -hmm. know their grandparents are like yeah sorry we're busy, going to be down at the Elks Lodge all weekend, can't mm-hmm. watch her or him or whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. And and so then that gets you no break. Mm-hmm. And it, you're just then you just start feeling more and more trapped. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it doesn't improve your parenting skills because you just continue to become more dismissive about all of their stuff. Yeah, I know. You know. Uh-huh, I know. Yeah, I'm... Gosh, I know. Even like with the, with the the grandparents stop watching them and everything, and and like, it's, it again it directly affects your marriage, your relationship with your partner, and you know, cause and, and I think that that's why not everybody, but you know, a lot of people are like, it's so hard to. To get a date night in every week or, Mm -hmm. you know, once a month even. It's hard to get a date night because of the kids and and this and that. And it's like, well. Yeah, especially when they don't want to. Nobody wants to watch them. Maybe you need to look at your kids. Yeah. (laughs) And see, okay, well, is it that they don't, like, do these people really not want to watch my child because they are awful? Mm -hmm. Is that what it is? And sometimes, like understanding the truth is hard to grasp i guess or it's, it's a hard pill to swallow yeah like because because you don't want because it's your fault it's your fault and and i'm sure that you don't want to admit that you did something wrong mm-hmm. and you didn't you did multiple things wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> it wasn't one thing yeah you're i mean these these are the type of people that should not be having children mm-hmm. i mean they just shouldn't they probably have like a horrible track record with even taking care of pets and dogs and cats or whatever else mm-hmm. um but they you know they shouldn't be having kids in the first place and they do um and like i said nobody's shocked that it's issue nobody's shocked that they're the 
horrible parent. Nobody's shocked that it's an awful kid. But they, you're right. They don't want to admit that, well, this was my fault. Mm-hmm. This was my problem. I wasn't ready to have a child. I shouldn't have had a child. Or, and then they just start to, you know, well, well you know, he's just, he's just kind of got an active imagination. Mm-hmm. Like, no, the kid's evil. Mm-hmm. Kid, that's not that's not an active imagination. I had an active imagination mm-hmm. when I would play with my toys and pretend and all that stuff. That's an active imagination. But I wouldn't do that while screaming at the top of my lungs and not allow my mom to be on the phone because I wouldn't stop screaming in the background and not embarrass my mom every time we went out in public for screaming in the Walmart cart and kicking and screaming, getting in and out of my my chair. And every time we go out to the restaurant, throw a fit over not getting enough chicken tenders to eat or, you know, that's the type of child these people have. Oh my gosh. I know. I mean, every experience is awful. Yeah. And, and I know that like, you know, coming from people that like, cause I don't have children, you have, you have a son. And so like, I mean, I know that people can probably dismiss anything that I say, but at the same time, I'm the one that has to deal with these shitty ass mm-hmm. kids because these parents do not do anything about it and they are so used to their child acting up that that's normal it's normal for them so they're just they just like blow it off mm-hmm. and they don't realize that it's irritating to everybody else around them mm-hmm. and like i mean well, and that goes back to what I was saying. It's because they're selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you, you can't see the forest for the trees. And these are the people that are like, that are like, oh, I have to deal with this all day. You can handle it for 10 minutes. Yeah. Well, it's not our problem to handle it. Right. Yeah. So now you're not invited. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking about like this one time where we were uh, at this uh, event or whatever. And this, this girl that we knew brought her little shit ass kid and he ended up breaking like this huge glass i don't know what was armoire type type thing thing, or yeah all of a sudden display case and everybody's like and then all immediately the kid's like saw we saw we and like now that's the other problem too is like other people well one like you see some people like us that are like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, and you knew that something bad was going to happen. And you just you just knew it. Yeah. You knew it. And then you, you know, everybody that knew it looks at each other like, of course. Yeah. All the other people are like, oh, poor thing. I yeah. mean, I know, I know that it's like, you got to make sure that the child is okay, but don't fucking coddle that little shit kid because mm-hmm. he deserves to get spanked oh yeah he needs a spanking what the fuck are you doing letting your child roam free to make to make and them go out and break something mm-hmm. it's like come on get a hold of your child and your own life and don't let everybody else deal with it <laughs> yeah yeah no. it's all well and, and you end up like if you're with those people, and, then, and so so I, I guess going on, you know, we talked about how it affects your marriage, mm-hmm. how it can affect your obviously huge issues at home, mm-hmm. huge distraction, huge noise, huge noises, huge reasons for most, if not all, of your arguments or fights or irritability comes from that. It is hard when you have a child like that. I would imagine to 
get in any kind of intimacy mode Mm -hmm. because you're just frazzled. You just feel, you know, fried. These uh, parents age very quickly. Oh, my gosh. Parents, there are people that are my age or younger that have shitty kids and they look like they're 10 years older than me. Oh, for sure. Yes. Um, You're absolutely right. I mean, we know this one couple that has this awful um, little girl. Mm Mm-hmm. And I believe they're both younger than me. Yeah, they are. Uh-huh. And they look like they're 10 years older than me. Yeah, I know. I know. And I'm yeah. like, what the heck is going on? I mean, she just looks beat down all the way. And he is just mentally and physically checked out. Mm-hmm. He does not want anything to do with the kids. He doesn't want. But on social media, they're trying to be family trip and parents of the year. Mm-hmm. And But we know the whole, we don't know the whole story. We know some of the scoop. Mm-hmm. and Because he has... Y- and they're miserable. The beans. Yeah. yeah. And they're uh-huh. miserable. Yeah. Um, and so that's one of the things you see. But it's like, God dang. Like you just, you age so quickly. Yeah. You know? And and because it's it's draining. It, it, you're, <laughs> this child is taking life years off of your life. Yeah. Once again, it's your fault. 100% your fault. Mm-hmm. I'm not blaming the kid. Mm-hmm. But eventually that kid will become an adult and they will get blamed. And they're probably going to meet some shitty partner and then do the exact same thing over and over again. I know. And then you'll be Thus stuck repeating with the, the cycle. With the grandchildren. Yeah. This is why I'm in favor of having to have a license to get pregnant. Yeah. Because <laughs> there's some people that should just be like, no, you need 10 references uh-huh. from friends, family, coworkers that say you're a decent enough person to breed. Yeah. And if you can't get that, sorry, yeah. denied. I know. Because we don't need any more of you populating the earth. I know. You know, no yeah. purpose, no drive, no contribution. You're just loud, obnoxious, mm-hmm. and all these other Yeah, I know, traits. but even that, though, like, you know, because even, even with, the, with the couple that you were just talking about, she's more so a... Uh, just a quiet passive quiet uh, person yeah yeah and and like i'm sure like on paper people would be like oh they'd probably be good parents Mm -hmm. and they're not (laughs) because yeah because they look like your typical mom and dad Uh in america yeah you know Uh so (laughs) that's not awful 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 yeah but you know so so obviously Tons of issues that this creates at home. Mm-hmm. More than more than everything, that that's what's going to be affected the most is your home life, your mm-hmm. your time together. Your you know the all those issues come from that. However, you then start to see this affect other relationships that you have. Um, you know, one of the things that you want to talk about family or friends first. Uh, let's do family first. So you know, when it comes to family, we kind of hit on it. Mm-hmm. Um, you just start to see. I mean, I, I I remember like this 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 one couple that we knew that they seemed very involved with their family. Like they would even like watch like her sister's kids and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And then as soon as they gave birth to shit shitty kids, the other family was they would not repay the favor. I know. Like no, we're not watching that uh-huh. fucking little shithead. Uh-huh. Um, and so you see that you start so you start to see relationships that were there even from a very close-knit group of people deteriorate Mm -hmm. um, because of the child yeah and so from the parents perspective you start to feel as rightfully you should because it's true 
any type of support system that you thought you had is not there. Mm-hmm. Have you seen that? Like, uh, there's, I don't know, something out there that says, like, you want to know who your real friends are? Have a kid and you'll see, like, who sticks around. And it's like, have a decent kid. Yeah, I'm not and... sticking around if you have a shitty kid. Yeah. Yeah. I know. That, that, that statement should be, you want to see how good of a parent you are? Have a child and see if you retain any friends. Yeah, that's true. You know, yeah, p- people and, and f- from a couple that does not allow children in our house, mm-hmm. we don't allow children at our party. Very few children. Yeah, are you can count on one house. hand the amount of kids that yeah. have actually been to our house. Uh-huh. Um, that we would never not be friends with the couple just because they. Hate. I mean, do we have any friends that don't have kids? Yeah, we do. Yeah, we do. Uh-huh. Most aren't, and the ones that didn't are about to or have yeah. had kids. Uh-huh. And so we don't, we're never like, I mean, some of our closest friends have kids. Uh-huh. And we're yeah. not like, we can't be friends with you because you have kids. Right, yeah. First of all, we're not really exposed to their kids. Uh-huh. So it really wouldn't matter in our eyes if the kid was shitty because we don't, yeah. the parameters we put up to hang out with us are no <laughs> yeah, kids anyway. Yeah, but like even that though, like people that have shitty kids, I don't think that we would be... Those aren't the type of people that we would have in our lives anyway. Well, and you know why? Because when we say, you know, we're having, you know, our Halloween party, everything's, Uh you know, our entire thing all summer is Adult Swim. Yeah. People with shitty kids are the ones that would still show up with their fucking shitty kid to the Adult Swim. Oh, fuck. I know. Couldn't find a babysitter. Oh, I know. Because everybody hates my kid. Get the fuck out. Sorry. You're You're sorry. You're not coming then. Yeah. Uh Uh-uh. And then that would end the friendship, and that's okay. Yeah. And they would blame it that, well, it's because I have a kid. It's like, Uh no, it's because. You don't know how to follow the rules. You have such a shitty kid nobody wants to watch You are not, that you can't find a babysitter to now partake. Meanwhile, every single other couple we have here has fucking kids, mm-hmm. and they all found babysitter for yeah. Thursday night for swim night. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't? I know. You're off the list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's your fault. It's not ours. <clears throat> yeah. Uh-huh. So... And so, so you start to see. I guess we ended up circling back. I to know friends back to friends. I, I meant to, yeah, but it. but that's because most of those people rely on family to watch, watch and help yeah. out. And and by family, I even mean the other grandparents and the yeah. in laws and stuff like that are like, uh-uh. yeah. <clears throat> I mean, if Seth ended up having a kid that was a holy terror, oh fuck. I have no short supply of excuses to not watch. Kid. You know what else too though happens is like. The I've seen a lot of this where the kid is only a little shit around the parents, not around the grandparents. Yeah, that's scary because uh-huh. that means the grandparents are the authority figure. Yeah. And that, that, that kid, you, you have done so little to be a parent. Your child don't even, doesn't even see you as a parental figure. Yeah, they don't, You're a roommate even, they don't respect them. you mm-hmm. as a parent. They are. That is awful. Mm-hmm. That is really bad parenting. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. 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 You see that a lot too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But you know, you the, this this child's behavior and, and attitude, and you know, and they you take him over to your parents' house, and they break the, you know, the family heirloom that's sitting on the piano or whatever it is. Or I remember when uh, I came back to Oklahoma when Seth was little, and my mom had this this beautiful. Santa snow globe. It was huge, and Seth pulled it off and was trying to look at it and broke it. He wasn't playing with it. He wasn't being like a shithead. Like, cause, cause I'll I'll see like 
like shithead kids, they think everything's a toy. Mm -hmm. Because at mom and dad's house, everything is a toy. Mm -hmm. So when they go to somewhere where they're where it's not child proof and and when you have a good child, guess what? You don't have to fucking childproof your house. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, you don't want to leave rat poison sitting out. But I'm just saying, you don't have to have child locks on everything. You don't have to, you know, because they understand what not what to get into and what not to get into. Mm -hmm. And that everything's, and you're in the kitchen. No, no, no. The spatula is not a sword. Mm -hmm. You know, the tongs are not your go-go gadget extension hand. Mm -hmm. These are not toys. These are meant for this. So you just, once again... Kids have to have boundaries and structure and rules. And so when they live at, at mommy and daddy's, everything goes, you know, shitty house with no rules and shitty behavior, the child does not learn anything. So when they get into a situation where they, they go to their grandparents' house or, or they start school or they go to preschool or they go over to somebody else's house for a birthday party, they're not used to rules. Mm -hmm. Your goal as a parent should be to raise a individual that other people don't have to tolerate mm -hmm. that they want to be around that they have the social skills to make friends that they have the social skills to have connections that they're not such a shitty person that nobody wants anything to do with them mm -hmm. um, and then that person finds another shitty person and they have another fucking shitty kid and mm -hmm. the cycle then repeats itself <laughs> but when, what you see happen with the family is you know, you see the parents like, yeah, I don't want to. Or the grandparents like, I don't want to. Mm -hmm. I'm not going to be your babysitter. Mm -hmm. I'm not watching this child. You're going to have to figure that out on your own. You know, I don't mind every once in a while, but, you know, this is too much. He broke this. She broke that. They screamed the whole time. They wouldn't go to bed. They wouldn't listen. They wouldn't take a bath. They wouldn't eat their food. And Oh, these are also the same kids that the parents Aww. don't make them eat what they They're should. Picky. So it's fucking chicken fingers and mac and cheese yeah. all the time. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. You know, and it's like, well, they just won't eat. What? Okay, whose fault is that? Yeah, yours. Uh huh. Your fault. <clears throat> I mean, that's once again, it's lazy parenting. No backbone parenting. Uh huh. Um, it's like, well, he's just really picky. No, no, no. Nobody's born picky. You create picky. Uh mm huh. -hmm. Unless you have an allergy to something, which says you have weak genes. What does Christina P say? <laughs> I ain't gonna fuck a dude that is scared of wheat. <laughs> If a peanut can take you out, I ain't fucking you. Yeah. <clears throat> so be a little more selective with who your partner is. Yeah. But, um, you know, unless there's something like that, uh -huh. there's no reason that your child should be eating, you know, dino nuggets and Kraft mac and cheese with red Kool-Aid for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. No you big know? meal. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and, well, they just won't eat their vegetables because... You get you at some point in time you made the decision for them that it was okay they didn't eat their vegetables. And then you're gonna you are creating the fat ass, unhealthy child that is going to have diabetes when mm -hmm. they're older. So yep. thank you. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> My gosh. And once again, thus becomes the drain on society. Uh huh. Because yep. our tax taxpayer, taxpayer dollars have to pay for his foot to get amputated. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah, but so so you start to see like even even the the grandparents start to you know draw pull away because of this type of stuff, and then mm -hmm. what you see is you know whether and this kind of blends with friends as well um, is like 
I mean, I remember when I was a kid, like, I, I don't know if schools do this now. It seems like if you have a birthday in class, like some people like you have to invite everybody in your class. Mm-hmm. That's not how it was when no, I was growing that's up. Not how it was. You invited who you wanted. Mm-hmm. And if I had a class of 30 kids and we had two stinky kids or two shitty kids, 28 people came to my party. Yeah. I didn't even invite. And I can, I, I can still remember the, these kids' names. Like, I'm not inviting Richard. I'm not inviting Pat or Matthew. You know, you're not coming to my party yeah. because you're weird. You act like shit. You got a bad attitude. Stink. Uh-huh. You know? I know. And so they just start, they, they start to get cut out of those social events. And so you're not getting invited to people's birthday party. People don't want to go to your birthday party. Um, the, the, the kids are just such a pariah that they are a, almost like a, a blocking wedge between these other relationships because it's kryptonite. I know. Well, cause, and like then, you know, these, if you're, if your kid actually is able to go over to this other child's house, you know, one time or whatever, like they fuck it up. Oh, I really like, you know, hanging out with him or whatever, or her. And then, yeah, then they, they mess it up mm-hmm. and they, and then, you know, the parent might be thinking, Oh, cool. Like, I'm glad they got a new friend. Maybe we, maybe we could have play dates, mm-hmm. you know, with the mom and, and we can, we can all hang out or whatever. And then the other parents are like, fuck that yeah i am not having that child over ever again Mm -hmm. i don't care how nice the mom is yeah like no (laughs) yeah you're done ain't happening yeah Uh Yeah. so it ruins those relationships that haven't even started oh yeah well and and you know i I know we we know this this uh this, this this one family that their their little girl is so untrustworthy and shitty that her social circle is tiny mm-hmm. because other parents are like, yeah, I don't trust your kid. Mm-hmm. She did this last time. She said, I caught her digging through my purse. So I caught her doing this. I caught her, you know, in the cabinet. So, you know, you can't leave her alone. She's too sneaky mm-hmm. and get her out of here. And she's a bad influence on my daughter. Yeah. Um, and so they just don't have friends. Yeah. Um, and, and so it, it just, it, Obviously, the the negative impacts and and you you when you're raising a child, you have such a short period of time uh, to mold them a certain way, mm-hmm. and it becomes harder and harder to correct that behavior as as the years go on. Mm-hmm. You know, and and like I said, do they act the same when they're 28 as they did when they were four? No, but is it still the version of a 28 year old that other 28 year olds? Don't want to be friends with, don't want to deal with. They they're gonna have other issues. Um, they they just kind of tend to have this, this, you know, this social pariah type of persona and relation. And, and I'm sorry, and uh, a reputation that just makes people disassociate mm-hmm. with them. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you know, twenty years later, you're like, oh yeah, did you see that they ended up in prison? Like yeah, we all saw that coming since they were three. Mm-hmm. We knew that was gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, we could tell by the way that they acted then that they weren't going to ever get their life together. Yeah. You know? and, and you don't see it from the other side. I you know. don't see the, you know, the well be. I don't mean the quiet, mild manner, you know, type of person. But even, even like, even, I guess, if you, even if you wanted to have the extreme argument of, you know, serial killers, mm-hmm. they all had fucked up 
yeah. childhoods. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Th- there was something off. Very rarely do you see a serial killer that came from a stable home where there was no abuse, no molestation, ne- you know, the God-given parents. Mm-hmm. Oh well, I was I was gonna say if the, if if it is, they were. Adopted. Adopted. Yeah, that's a huge you know? one. Uh-huh. But but you don't see somebody come from a a, a mild mannered you know traditional type of household that isn't well adjusted. It's mm-hmm. just not. That's not the norm. It, the, the norm is that they are well adjusted from those type of behaviors, and so or from that type of environment. But you know the these these other the 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 long term effects that it has on. Those relationships, because as from from those type of parents' perspective, as you see other people distance themselves, you then start to resent them. Mm-hmm. You're like, well, what what's wrong? What's you've changed? What you you can't accept me and my kid? And it's like, no, mm-hmm. I can't. Mm-hmm. Once they're old enough to take care of themselves, let me know. Mm-hmm. I know, but there that's such a, and you know, and I've we've I've done that before. We've done that where it's like, you know what, this person's children are such a high maintenance thing we're doing you a favor by not including you mm-hmm. in this you need to fix that yeah <laughs> once you get that under control then we'll hang again i know i know but i, I don't know. i don't want to go out with a couple who the babysitter's blowing up the whole night oh, because the kids into this the kids into that oh you know your precious little angel just drank pine saw i mean <laughs> I, why it's, uh-huh. once again I, your distraction doesn't need to be my distraction yeah your your bad time because your child doesn't need to be my bad time uh-huh you know i know and so and and so it becomes easy for those people that aren't living under your roof to disassociate mm-hmm. well out of sight out of mind i just don't want to deal with it anymore you're just you're busy <laughs> yeah i know <clears throat> exactly i know i i i think that you know it's because I think that these couples that that deal with this, that go through this and everything, it's all avoidable. Mm-hmm. You can completely, 100% avoid... What, by birth control? Well... That? That's what I'm talking about. No, not only birth control, but like... Abortion? <laughs> oh my gosh, no. no. Am, I, am I going down the wrong path? Yes. Oh my gosh. You can avoid it by disciplining oh yeah discipline discipline those kids like Mm -hmm. that is the main thing that these that these kids lack is discipline and and i i'll say it for the third time it ties directly into being selfish Mm -hmm. when when seth was little for the most part 90 percent of the time he was extremely well behaved he he could carry on conversations with adult friends and not from i mean i mean I remember my ex being like, you know, my my brother's kids all have speech impediments. And I'm like, well, that's their fault. Mm-hmm. It's, he's, you know, our child isn't going to have a speech impediment. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to talk back baby talk when, you know, someone's mispronouncing everything. You know, my my belief, and I know people don't agree with this, is I don't repeat back your fucked up way of saying it. Mm-hmm. I say it the way it's supposed to be said. And that was one thing like my ex wife would always do. Like Seth would say shruck instead of truck. And she wouldn't correct him. And I would. Mm-hmm. Like, it's truck. I wouldn't get on to him. I'd be like, like, get it together. I would just, when he, I just wouldn't talk back to him. Mm-hmm. Like, and she would be like, look at that shruck over there. Mm. And he'd be like, yeah, shruck. And I'm like, no, it's truck. And so when he would do it with me, 
he would say, look at that truck. And I'm like, oh, it's a truck. And lo and behold, he quit saying it the wrong way. He corrected it. But parents that go, die, that lean into the baby talk, mm-hmm. it takes a long time. The does the kid grow out of eventually? Yeah, eventually. Mm-hmm. But usually a lot later than they probably should. Mm-hmm. And so that was the thing, like, like Seth could carry on a, a full conversation when he was, you know, he was four or five with a, a grown adult. He would tell him about what he saw on TV. He could talk about stuff. He could educate him on things he knew about. He would share his opinions on stuff, and, and he could he could say it eloquently enough to where it didn't. You were like, I can't believe that kid's only four years old or three mm-hmm. years old or whatever he is. And then he we had friends who had children his exact same age. I mean, literally within weeks or months away from each other. And he, this other kid would just sit there with this dumb look on his face with his mouth open like he just shit his pants all the time. <laughs> Just all the time. And, you know, still sucking his thumb. We or... were talking about that, too. About the the mouth open thing. Oh, yeah. Why were we talking about that? I don't even remember what we were talking We were talking about, like, something about, like, your mouth being open. Like, I, I, I think you were, like, joking around, like, or something. And I was like, it was oh. the breathing? Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> and <laughs> I think that's what yeah. it was. And, like, we were talking about that. And, like. Because there are people, and you just want to fucking smack them. Yeah. Like, Hit them right on the bottom of the chin. Close, close your fucking mouth. your mouth. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, how, how, did, how to look like you just dropped your IQ by 40 points. Yeah. Stand there with your mouth open and breathe. <laughs> yeah. And so if your kid looks like that, that's when you say, hey, shut your mouth, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be mean about it yeah. or anything. Just, like, just tell them to correct the behavior. Like, close your mouth. Yeah. And, and, you know, and make them think about it. Be like... If your dad be like, how do, how does daddy look right now? Does daddy look smart mm-hmm. and and presentable? What about now? <laughs> I mean, you just you look like a dumbass. Close your fucking mouth. Yeah, yeah. You know, uh huh, absolutely. Uh, I remember saying that to like guys I was in the military with. I'm like, uh-huh. just close your mouth. Yeah. Like, just you look dumb. Just close your. I, I don't think you're dumb. I know you're not dumb, mm-hmm. but you look dumb yeah. when we're standing in the club, and I look over and you got a beer in your hand and you're just all. <laughs> close your mouth that was gross oh my gosh and that's what they would do well and like i mean being being a woman like mm-hmm. and if i were to see a dude like that and he tried to hit on me yeah <laughs> no thank you yeah. dude sorry i no. saw you stand over there but that, that's how these other kids like his age like they would just look all the time yeah kool-aid mustaches yeah. and boogies all on their nose oh, and their mouth gosh. open with their hand down their pants that's another thing is to teach your kid hygiene too you know like that is a big deal and if parents don't aren't on top of that Mm -hmm. to teach their kids personal hygiene like that's gonna be really bad for them well look no further you rarely see clean-cut parents that brush their teeth and wash their ass have kids that don't Mm -hmm. the kids are the parents are always kind of dirty yeah i know you know Mm -hmm. it's always kind of grimy yeah, and kids don't want to be around other kids that are you. stinky. Well, They'll parents, make fun of them. Par- yeah, and parents don't want their kids around your kid when no. you do stuff like that. Uh-uh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I was I was having a, a, another point with that, but I can't remember. I'm sorry. Where I was trying to go up. with it, with the, you know, when when he was. Oh no, no, what I was saying about the selfishness. That, that's where I was going with it. Um, but you know, very rarely did I have any issues with him. But but I remember like. I remember one time, I think we were at Applebee's, and he started to act up. I was so embarrassed if at the second he started to act up, 
I didn't want people to think I was a bad parent because I hate the bad parent and the loud kid. Mm -hmm. I am the guy on the airplane. I do not give a shit what your excuse is. Mm -hmm. Shut that fucking kid up. I don't care if they're autistic. I don't care if they're deaf. I don't care what's going on. You are ruining everybody else's time because your child is acting this way. Now, most of the time, it's not disability related. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've ever been in a situation where it was. It's always just been some checked out parent that didn't give a fuck about anybody else around them that did not know how to control their own child or shut their kid up mm-hmm. in in the airport, on the plane, anywhere. The kids scream from start to start to end, and the, the parent just looks beat down. It's like, sorry, you look beat down, but this is your child. Do something about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, since I, and I've always been that way, even before I was a parent, I couldn't stand that. And so when I became a parent. I did not want to be viewed as the reason that me and my child were ruining somebody else's experience. Mm -hmm. And so I was very quick to nip in the bud right away. And if that meant we had to leave the restaurant and not eat dinner, guess what? We left the restaurant, didn't eat dinner. But I wouldn't let him get away with it. I'd bust his butt over it. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it was Daredevil, like the Ben Affleck one. I Mm -hmm. took him to see Daredevil in a theater. And he went through this weird phase where when the lights would go dark, he would start to freak out. Mm. And so we would talk. So it happened like one previous movie, like a cartoon. And and uh, I was like, you know, we're going to see Daredevil. And I was like, it's going to be it's a dark movie. It takes place at night. The guy's blind. Are you going to be okay? And he's like, yeah, I, I think. And I'm like, oh, no, I think. I don't want to pay for us to go in there, get our popcorn, all that. And as soon as the lights turn out, you freak out. And lo and behold, he does. And so oh my gosh. I, I, I'm sitting there, I'm like, shut up. Stop quit and he's just (laughs) like he's trying to hold it so bad and and i'm like oh my gosh i'm like come on so i grab him i just leave our food our snacks everything and i i yank him up and we go outside and i said do we need to leave i said if we leave i'm gonna spank you really hard Mm -hmm. so do you want to leave and get a spanking or can you man up and let's go back in here and have fun watching the movie? Mm-hmm. And he was fine and went back and watched the movie. Uh-huh. But it wasn't an empty threat. He knew I was going to bust his ass. That is the, if the we thing. Left. The empty yeah. threats are the absolute mm-hmm. worst. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I see parents do this shit way too often. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you said you're going to spank them. Mm-hmm. So they're still acting up. Are and you said that you're going to spank them. And you said they aren't going to get what they wanted and you're going to spank them if they don't stop. Yeah. Now they got what they wanted. They're still acting like a shit and you haven't spanked them. So yeah. what? What the fuck what is going, going on? on? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That is so frustrating. Mm-hmm. It's so irritating. And so, like, I mean, even like with you, you saying, you know, like with the with the aut- autism and all that, like, you know, you don't care who it is. Like, I personally have been there when because i my little sister is developmentally disabled and so she has caused scenes major scenes major scenes and it has been fucking embarrassing Mm -hmm. really embarrassing and to me to the poor people that you know she pushed the these little kids over Mm -hmm. and all of this and they don't know that she's disabled and that's okay. That's okay that they don't know. And I'm not, that's not an excuse. Mm-hmm. It's not an excuse for her because she's disabled that it's okay for her to do that. Mm-hmm. 
So immediately, I left. I left well, the store. And she still understands right from wrong. Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. And so it, it's just, it's not, it really isn't an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, coming from somebody that has dealt with that personally and, and you know, I know that it's mortifying. I know that the, I know how the parent feels in that situation because it it sucks and that's what i would like to think but what i'm saying is i think a lot of these parents don't feel that way parents with good kids who happen to act out feel that way Mm -hmm. parents with shitty kids they don't feel that way Mm -hmm. it doesn't phase them that goes back to what you're saying earlier like they're just used to it yeah it's normal to them so they don't even have enough social skills or common courtesy to be embarrassed yeah i know that's true and that's what you see is you know i mean you and your mom and, and your sister you, you you guys were very aware of when she would act out what that was doing mm-hmm. and you guys never took the approach of of well i'm just going to let her scream i'll just explain to everybody that she has a disability yeah it was all of you were embarrassed and tried to nip it in the bud right away yeah and and if you couldn't you removed her from the situation and, and took her it. home yeah and that was it mhm and even with that, so you, you can tell who the good parent is because they actively do something about it. Mm-hmm. If you just let your kid do it, I know you're not a good parent because even parents, and that's why I say it's not that I don't have sympathy or empathy for either the child or the parent that has a disabled child. I'm just saying that's not the excuse because I've seen mm-hmm. parents with those children that go above and beyond to ensure that they do everything necessary to you know, keep the child from behaving that way. Mm-hmm. If you're just throwing your hands up and letting them run wild and using their disability as the excuse, mm-hmm. it's still an excuse. Exactly. And you're a shitty parent. Uh-huh. Exactly. Yeah. That's and exactly. I guess that, that's my point with and it. And that's, that, that's how I feel about it, too. Yeah. It, I mean, because I, I, I do, because I, I do see other, you know, I, do, I do see parents out there that I know that that's what is happening, mm-hmm. you know? Like, uh, a few weeks ago, I saw this lady at Marshall's or something, and and I knew that that was what was going on. And she did. She took him right out. She parented. Out. Yeah, she took him right outside <laughs> yeah. as it was happening. And I'm like, gosh, you know, you, you just, you feel for them. Yeah. You definitely do. And yeah, I don't think that like, because some people would probably be like, well, why, why should you have to do that? Because mm-hmm. you're a fucking parent. Yeah. That's why. I, I've seen parents leave leave full baskets full of groceries at the checkout line mm-hmm. because their child was acting up too much. And yeah. Like, well, well, I'm not going to leave my, my gro- Well, of course you're not because you're a shitty parent and mm-hmm. you're a shitty person. Mm-hmm. When you have respect for other people and, and you're courteous to other people, you, you feel horribly guilty when you are the reason or something under your control is the reason that you're inconveniencing something else. I, I mean, I don't even, I get, I feel bad if I, just do something by negligence, even if it's driving and I cut somebody off. Mm-hmm. I I'm, know. I'm, Shoot, I'm, yeah, I'm always yeah. like, oh, I'm so sorry. Flip me off. I, I deserve it. I completely, <laughs> I know what I did. I'm apologizing. Um, I don't ever think that, you know, my time is more valuable than anybody else's. I understand that that people can have just, just a level of, of incompetence that they're dealing with. Everybody goes through that. Mm-hmm. So it's not malicious. It's just... A brain fart. I get it because mm-hmm. um, I've been there. I get that too. But that's what you see with these type of people is it is the typical pattern of behavior that 
I go back to the selfish thing. You're just so selfish. You think that your time out, you think that, that you going to the store and getting your groceries is just so much more important than, than my experience there because you think you're that fucking special. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you think that the world revolves around you. And now that you've brought this, this demon child into it, we all just have to suffer. Mm-hmm. And once again, that's evident of how selfish you are. Yeah. Um, I know. And you shouldn't be a parent. You don't know how to be a parent. You're not parenting correctly. And this child's future is very bleak. So, okay, like, you know, you know how we said in the beginning, there's like, there's two types of this. I think that we really heavily blame the woman, Mm -hmm. really. I mean, I don't know. I know that it does take both parents. Right. It absolutely takes both parents. But um, anyway, there's two types of women and, you know, one is the more aggressive type. Mm -hmm. The other one is more passive. And so, like, would you say that, like, that even the passive type is the selfish one, though? Because I think that the the more aggressive one always comes off more selfish than the passive well, one. The, the passive one ends up that's why i always use the doormat mm-hmm. that may be the parent trying to control the situation mm-hmm. that at, in public they're just failing miserably at mm-hmm. it um that's their issue i don't i think they have enough common sense to be embarrassed mm-hmm. i think they have enough common sense to understand that they've lost control and they'll probably admit it i don't have any control over my kid mm-hmm. the other ones the aggressive ones are the ones that like you know, come up with other reasons as to why their child. Oh, well, he's just really smart. Mm-hmm. No, he's not. <laughs> he's gosh. a dumbass. Yeah. You know, I can just look at him. He looks like a dumb kid. Uh-huh. Not smart. Yeah. Well, he's the overactive imagination. The he's just you know he's wild or she's just you know she's like her 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 mama or whatever it is you want to blame it on. Uh-huh. Oh, it's like you're just. They're all just a bunch of excuses of of, yeah. of you not wanting to grasp the reality that you spawn a shitty child mm-hmm. that nobody wants to be around. Um, it's not even the I don't know. It's like if these parents did a good job from the beginning of raising their kids, their kids wouldn't be this way. Mm-hmm. But. Also, you know who the parents are, and it's a high chance that they are going to be that. Way. Right, the child is going to be that. Well, way. then that, that's what's so fun. That's why I'm saying, like, if you know, the, if you know the person, mm-hmm. like, like when I, I think about, you know, some of my friends that I grew up with, when it's like, oh, did you hear so and so got married? I'm like, ugh, who would marry him? <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, oh, did you hear so and so and his wife are having a kid? And you're like, oh my gosh. It's bad enough she married him. Now she's going to breed with him. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that kid's going to be awful. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, it is. Ugh. And then their dumbasses have a second one. And then their dumbasses have a third one. Uh-huh. And then they have a fourth one. Oh, my god! And it's like, okay, you just gave, you know, you gave birth to the horsemen of the apocalypse. Mm-hmm. All four of them are shitty. And they're going to be the downfall of society. <laughs> <laughs> and it, we all knew it was coming. Yeah. But that's it. That's what I'm saying. You, you don't you don't typically see a really good human being mm-hmm. give birth to a shitty child. I know. I know. You're shitty. You're a shitty person. Yeah. You're selfish. You're self-centered. You're clueless. But but that's the thing. They don't they're so ignorant. They don't think they are. Mhm. 
They think they know what they're doing. I know. They think they're educated. Yeah. They'll, they'll, they're, they think that their opinions matter. They think that they're, you know, that their situation is very unique. Mm-hmm. Oh, gosh. I know. So they have kind of this mix of a victim mentality, at the same time, a know-it-all mentality. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird dynamic. That is weird. Um, but they're just they're just not well adjusted adults, mm-hmm. and well not you know adults that are not well adjusted cannot have well adjusted children. Mm-hmm. Um, period. Mm-mm. And like I said, when you combine that with the fact that you know there is probably a level of resentment from her for this child or children ruining her life, to obvious resentment from the husband who you know didn't want kids in the first place, or was or is I don't know if I'd say didn't want, but was indifferent. Mm-hmm. You know, guy. A lot of times, guys will have. Yeah, you know, and most of these, I think, were accidents. I don't think they were really planned. A lot mm-hmm. of a lot of these people that are really, really wanting to have children tend to appreciate being a parent a lot more, and they tend to take it a lot more seriously because um, they know they only have you know one chance with this kid to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I've said it before. I I knew I wanted one child and I wanted a boy, and I I got it. On the first try, and I was done. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. I always knew that that that's what I wanted, um, and so I I took it pretty seriously. I didn't. I know probably people that didn't know me when I was raising him wouldn't believe this because I act like children are such a burden. Mm-hmm, I know, and they are. But in the midst of of raising him for eighteen years, I never thought that mm-hmm. um, because he was an easy kid to raise. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. He didn't ruin my life. He didn't ruin my last relationship. He didn't ruin my relationship with you, Mm-mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so I didn't have to deal with the stuff that we're talking about that we've seen other couples go through yeah. um, and other marriages go through. But, you know, that, be because I knew that that's what I wanted, it wasn't like, well, pull your bootstraps up. You signed up for this. I didn't even have that mentality. It was just, this is my responsibility. There mm-hmm. wasn't, there wasn't regret. There wasn't. Um, wish I could have or would have done it differently. But people that aren't wanting to be parents and find themselves being a parent, I don't blame them. Mm-hmm. I think it is natural to be like, fuck, God damn it. If I hadn't gotten pregnant, I could I be doing this. But like what, you know, like what? Too bad, so sad. Yeah, like what then? You know, it's like. Well, that's the tough pill to swallow. Yeah. Too, and tough, I mean, I shit, get it. Shit. I do. I I do get it that like, you know, they do, they do feel that way. And everybody is allowed to feel, you know, whatever feelings they have. Mm-hmm. And, but at the same time, it's like, you you did this mm-hmm. you this is something that you know you have to deal with and you have to m- you have to make the best of it mm-hmm. and you know as much as you don't like it you have to own up mm-hmm. and raise the child or try to raise the child as as well as you well, can and we've seen that we've seen people that have admitted I didn't want any kids. Yeah. In I didn't know mm-hmm. if I wanted to be a parent mm-hmm. or I didn't want to be a mom or I didn't want to be a dad. Mm-hmm. And then the gravity of the situation sets in very quickly and they step it up. Yeah. Um, and they don't go through this. Uh-huh. And so, but that that's that's the difference between a, a strong-minded mentality person that is 
they aren't inherently selfish. Mm-hmm. You know, they they know that they're not the center of the universe, and they know that they need to do the right thing. That's that's what's missing with these other people, mm-hmm. is their their selfishness and self centeredness can't get them beyond that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. Um, and it's just kind of comical that you see them repeat the mistakes. I mean, the the one person we know that had the the real awful child in an awful relationship got divorced, split up, and remarried, and did the exact same fucking thing again. Mm-hmm. You know, did yeah. not improve the situation oh, I know. at all. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, I I think that I think we kind of talked about the family and friends thing at the same time, but but the ultimately. Th- these type of kids just, I don't know if I'd say destroy relationships, but just kind of dissolve. Mm-hmm. Other relationships around you just kind of go away because from everybody else's perspective, it's not worth keeping the relationship yeah. if that's part of the package deal. Mm-hmm. Because now you brought something to the table that wasn't at the table when we first sat down. Mm-hmm. You know, table for four, and then, you know, however many years after the table for four, now you bring, you know, a high chair, two high chairs, three high chairs. And now we can't even have a conversation because you got kids at dinner all the time. <laughs> well, yeah, that are loud and yeah. obnoxious. But that that's where, you know, the friends that we have that balance that, mm-hmm. that's why we always recommend and talk to that. Mm-hmm. And the reason they are able to balance it is because they don't have shitty kids. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, they I have know. kids that are well-behaved. They have kids that are courteous. Trustworthy. They have, they have kids that are clean. They have kids that listen. They have kids that understand rules and kids that, that obey and kids that that follow the rules mm-hmm. and kids that, you know, aren't bad influences. That's how they're able to either leave the kids by themselves, leave the kids with the babysitter, leave the kids with the neighbor, and then continue to have an adult life or an adult function or an event or experience because the kids are trustworthy mm-hmm. to leave in whatever those situations are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's other people that, you know, I'm like, yeah, you should never leave your kid with anybody. I know. Oh my gosh. You know? Yeah. And, Sorry, you're not gonna have a social life. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you—that's that's what you had to give up. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where it goes back to what I was saying. I, I get it because I think you couldn't help but have resentment. Mm-hmm. But you've got to get over that because now your responsibility is taking this—you know—your shitty lifestyle and your shitty decision-making skills with the person that you decided to breed with, who has probably the similar level of attitude skills and contribution you two decided to have a child or children mm-hmm. your responsibility is your, your your goal and your responsibility in your life is no longer revolving around you and your marriage mm-hmm. yeah. it's you got to straighten this kid out mm-hmm. yeah before they you know <laughs> grow up and end up in prison i know i know and and really i mean or live with you till they're 40. It's like if you already have a child that is like this, you know, the earlier you start disciplining them, the better. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm sure that they can still learn, you know, after the age of five <laughs> or whatever. Well, they end up learning the hard way. They I end know. up They end up making bad decisions. Mm-hmm. Some of them are irreversible. Mm-hmm. Some of them aren't, and and you hope that at least that they make those bad decisions, they learn. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know, I know. It's just not. It, there's not a good bright outlook for it. Mm-hmm. People that have children that behave that way. I mean, you don't. 
you, you don't see them grow up as good parents and good people and, and good contributions to society sitting down with their parents 30 years down the road and their parents being like, you know what? We weren't so sure about him. <laughs> I know. You I know? know. Yeah. They don't flourish uh-uh. as adults. They aren't successful. Yeah. Um, yeah. Look, look, and I and don't, that's a hard truth. I don't, and I don't, I'm not talking about your spoiled rich kid that was very privileged growing up. I mean, you know, the kid that was a holy terror, mm-hmm. the kid that, you know, was a wrecking ball at everything, that trashed everything, that, mm-hmm. you know, knocked other kids down, that, that it was screaming all the time, that was it was just as self-centered and selfish as his parents or their parents that look at me, look at me, look at me all the time type of child. that's what they learn. Yeah. They, they learn. And they learn it from their parents. They mimic what they learn. Mm-hmm. And so it's all the parents' fault. It's, yeah. And you can blame your shitty kid. But you you need to take a look yeah. in the mirror first. You created it, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's how you probably were as a child, mm-hmm. and that's how your kid is now. It's awful. Put Chucky back in his box. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I I don't really have anything else to add. I think that just keep your freaking kids away from me. Yeah. <laughs> those shitty kids i'm petty with it yeah i've unfriended people because i don't like their kids (laughs) you know it's like that's your kid and get out of here (laughs) no thanks i don't need that in my life (laughs) but yeah um yeah i don't i really don't have anything else to add do you Mm -mm. Um, as always thank you all so much for listening don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel like us on Facebook follow us on Instagram and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast and we will talk to you next week